Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for December the 17th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. What are the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips? We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled. We're taking America back. One heart, one mind, one issue at a time for ride day. And, man, have we got a lot going on. First, a recap of yesterday's show. We had Brian Rust of RustCoinandGift.com with us. That's RustCoinandGift.com with the Honest Money Report. Incredible detail there. We also talked about the Senate out of control passes $768 billion defense bill. Lawmakers in both parties linked arms gave Joe Biden $24 billion more than he even asked for. They're out of control, ladies and gentlemen. National debt now, $287,000 per household as Congress raises the debt ceiling. Uh, what do you say, $2.5 trillion daily wire? Ah, uh, yeah. They call it a divided Senate. Votes to raise the federal debt ceiling by $2.5 trillion. We also talked about Senator Rand Paul highlighting the death of right to work. The PRO Act is making its way through Congress, and if it does, it'll be devastating indeed. We talked about all that financial stuff with Brian Rust of RustCoinandGift.com. Second hour, we had our guest on, Mr. Eldon Stahl, field coordinator of the JBS, John Birch Society, TheNewAmerican.com. And we talked about, can COVID-19 vaccines harm the brain? That's a great article written in The New American. Dr. Vernon Coleman says the answer is a clear, resounding, unfortunate yes. A new study shows the vaccine can affect the brain. Dr. Vernon Coleman explains the details and what has been found in the study. Ben Armstrong wrote the article. What a sad tale that is. Medical boards discipline doctors who break with official COVID dogma. Veronica Verlinko wrote that article for the New American. FDA now strengthens the warning over severe condition linked to Johnson and Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine. That's epic times. And here's the deal. Not only do they increase their warning, but now they're not even recommending Johnson and Johnson. But they can't say that the vaccine's a failure. If they did that, people would know the truth. So they lie, and here's how they go about it. They say, we recommend other vaccines above Johnson & Johnson. Why? Because Johnson & Johnson can give you blood clots and all these other problems. Why don't they admit the truth? They know that vaccine is dangerous. What they're trying to do is not admit the truth, that they've lied to you for over a year and told you they're all safe and effective, and now they're admitting, being forced to admit the truth. The left's vaccine's hypocrisy Wow, Betsy McCalkey with that article. 
The left's vaccine hypocrisy is just out of this world crazy. We also talked about a new Columbian University study. U.S. COVID vaccine deaths. Well, the death count, believe it or not, is 400,000 from vaccine deaths, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, other estimates are underreporting. The CDC's numbers say that it's more than 20 times. They say it's much, much higher. Art Moore with WND. So here's what I'm saying. The government VARS database says 20,000 deaths from vaccines. But Columbia University study says it's at least 20 times that. And other estimates are even higher than that now. Well, if that's all true, ladies and gentlemen, then you got to ask, what about the adverse reactions? The VARS database says 900 plus thousand, almost a million. Imagine 20 times that. Yeah, hospitalizations over 100,000. Imagine 20 times that. And all the hospitalizations are us unvaxxed, huh? They lie, lie, lie. That's a recap. Let's start the news that it was refused to use now. Chris Carlson will be with me in seconds. But a couple of facts here for you to understand first. Number one, the world has reported more COVID-19 deaths in 2021 than they had in 2020. Believe it or not, they announced that in June. So in June 2021, we already had more deaths than we had in 2020 in its entirety. That's according to John Hopkins University data analyzed by the Wall Street Journal, okay? And now they got a fact in the United States that just came out. More deaths from COVID in 2020 than in, I'm sorry, more in 2021 than in 2020 in the United States as well. So worldwide and in the United States, more deaths in 2021 than 2020. And we would say, wow, how can that be with all the vaccines? And they would come back and give you all kinds of lies of why. Well, the vaccine didn't take, have a chance to take effect until two or three months into 2021. Yeah, but you weren't even reporting deaths uh, at first in 2020 for the first couple of months because you lied and said it didn't exist. And then we found earlier cases and earlier cases, and then you got caught, huh? So there's all kinds of anomalies between the two years, no doubt about it. But look, if the vaccines are so safe and effective, if your masks are so safe and effective, if your social distancing is so safe and effective, then why more deaths in 2021, not only in the United States, but worldwide? than in 2020 because they're lying to you and the more they vaccinate you and the more they put in these protocols in place the worse it gets and they know it and it's all by design believe it or not now they say refugees are not vaccinated do you want to know why i'll tell you why refugees are not vaccinated why because they're they have fear of injury lawsuits migrants believe it or not fall outside of legal immunity granted by countries that's right. Immigrants fall outside of legal protection or legal immunity granted by countries to big pharma. Artmorewnd.com. The United Nations says that COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers have required that countries relieve them of any legal liability. So here's the deal. The manufacturers are saying, hey, countries, you got to give us legal liability. Countries do that. That's why they're vaxxing everybody. But the refugees don't have a country to belong to. Therefore, they fall outside of the, quote, government-mandated protection for the vaccine companies. And the vaccine companies are fearful they're going to get their socks sued off when the vaccines go wrong. Yeah. You want facts? There you have it. We also want to talk today with Chris Carlson about a tale of two doctors. Yeah, we're talking about Robert Malone. That's the inventor of the mRNA vaccines, by the way. And Anthony Fauci, the whacked-out 
uh, gentleman that literally lied for decades on AIDS and now is lying on the COVID as well. He should be fired. He should be fired indeed. Whether he will or not, time will tell. Let's re- meet Robert Malone now. He speaks in his own words about who he is. My name is Robert Malone. I'm a physician and a scientist, but more importantly, I'm a father and a grandfather. I don't usually read from a prepared speech, but this is so important that I wanted to make sure that I got every single word and fact, scientific fact, correct. I stand by this statement with a career dedicated to vaccine research and development. I'm vaccinated for COVID and I'm generally pro-vaccination. I've devoted my entire career to developing safe and effective ways to prevent and treat infectious diseases. After this, I'll be posting the text of this statement so that you can share it with your friends and family. Here's the thing. Before you inject your child, a decision that is irreversible, I wanted to let you know the scientific facts about this genetic vaccine, which is based on the RNA vaccine technology I created. There are three main issues that parents need to understand before they take this irrevocable decision. The first is that a viral gene will be injected into your parents' cells. This gene forces your child's body to make toxic spike proteins. These proteins often cause permanent damage in children's critical organs. These organs include their brain and nervous system, their heart and blood vessels, including blood clots, their reproductive system, and most importantly, this vaccine can trigger fundamental changes to their immune system. The most alarming point about this is that once these damages have occurred, they are irreparable. They cannot be reversed. You can't fix the lesions within their brains. You cannot repair heart tissue scarring. You cannot repair a genetically reset immune system. And this vaccine can cause reproductive damage that could affect future generations of your family. The second thing you need to know is about the fact that this novel technology has not been adequately tested. We need at least five years of testing and research before we can really understand the risks associated with this new technology. The harms and risks from new medicines often become revealed many years later. I ask you to ask yourself as a fellow parent, if you want your child to be part of the most radical experiment in human history. One final point. The reason they're giving you to vaccinate your child is a lie. Your children represent no danger to their parents or grandparents. It's actually the opposite. Their immunity after getting COVID 
is critical to save your family, if not the world, from this disease. Finally, in summary, there's no benefit for your children or your family to be vaccinating your children against the small risks of the virus, given the known health risks of the vaccine that as a parent, you and your children may have to live with for the rest of your lives. The risk benefit analysis is not even close with this vaccine for children. As a parent and grandparent, my strong recommendation to you is to resist and fight to protect your children. Ladies and gentlemen, you're talking about the developer of, the creator of the mRNA vaccinations. He's basically pro-vaccination, ladies and gentlemen, but he is honest, at least. He's a real scientist. He cares about people. He cares about life. We're talking about a tale of two doctors. Robert Malone is the first one. He's pro-vaccine. He says so right at the start. He's the guy that, but he's saying, hey, this is very different. And we're not being told the truth. And he wants candid, legitimate information in the hands of everyone in the world. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Chris Carlson's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Thank you, Sam. Without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson reporting for duty, sir. In fact, uh, Dr. Malone is so dedicated to his cause of transparency and accountability there's even a term called the Malone Doctrine, right? Yes. Yeah, there are 10 points um, that he would like to see upheld in the medical community. <laughs> and um, I can sum it up in one point. Yeah, he he can... calls it a declaration of independence from the decisions of the institutions that lack integrity. That's a very interesting statement uh, that he makes, and I find to be a very credible reality check, isn't it? Yes. Well, the first one is he demands that all underlying data that contributes to a body of work under consideration must be made available and must remain accessible for analysis. So far, we're not doing so good with this um, COVID-19 so-called pandemic, are we, Sam? <laughs> we're not. Well, no, they're dishonest as all get out, and that's what he kind of points out here. They're lying to you. They're not being honest about the facts, about uh, the risks of the vaccines, as I've already highlighted about the special privilege the vaccine companies have. That's why refugees aren't vaccinated. We go right on down through the list. They've been caught lying over and over. Let's go through several of these, though. Number two. Number two, proclaim the value of knowledge to society is not determined by any given creator of the information, i.e. Dr. Fauci. Instead, that it is the beneficiaries of knowledge that assign value to the proposition only through critique, and relentless scrutiny and we're not getting that either so and this, is why, so this is why i have so much respect for him though because that's an honor standard no matter who you are yeah well we're not i mean whose face do we see every time cnn or fox or abc wants to put out medical information about this so-called pandemic um you know so occasionally you have rochelle walensky or uh, robert redfield but it's usually dr anthony fauci i mean he's become this uh, ubiquitous spokesperson who has all the answers all the time it's just he's a one-note piano get the vaccine get the vaccine over and over 
You yeah, know, no Trump other... should have fired him while he had the chance, but Trump did not take action like he should have. All right, number. Uh, go to the next one here. Okay, establish the free and open exchange of information and establish as a duty the authority to serve as the custodians of all data forming the basis of our decisions. Um, yeah, we need to have we need to have people like Dr. Malone on on TV. Well, what we need. <laughs> I can save Dr. Malone a lot of time and effort and put in together and say, can, can I just cut to the chase? Can we just get the federal government and the state government, for that matter, out of the medical business? <laughs> Constitutionally, Amen to that reality that. check. But believe I'm, it or not, the FDA and the CDC now just approved for children at the booster shots without any testing even. And this is yeah. what Robert's talking about here. And that's why I agree or disagree on vaccines. Robert Malone should be respected and given the credence that he deserves, he's just telling you, hey, the Malone Doctrine is simply a declaration of independence from the decisions of institutions that lack integrity. That's a real important point to make. All right, the next one. Okay, number four, require the full disclosure of all sources of funding. Boy, I wish that could be the case. Regarding any citations noted or references made pertaining to any matter under consideration. Yeah, follow the money. That's, that usually takes you uh, deep enough down the rabbit hole to find out what's really happening. And it's drug companies making billions of dollars. So, All right, next one. Number five, commit to impartiality. Good luck with that. In consideration of all analytical information and data brought before us and expect the same from all others. Yeah, okay, so we're 0 for 5. <laughs> I don't... I mean, they, they speak for themselves. I don't need to add any commentary, really. Six, foster rigorous open debate and scrutiny in consideration of and for any matter of concern. Yeah, we flushed that one down the toilet, with at least with Facebook and with um, uh, the mainstream media. Number seven, shall promptly make the discovery of intellectual dishonesty or professional responsibility known to all. Sorry, we're 0 for 7. And number 8, ensure the health, welfare, and safety of any whistleblower bringing forth and are making public an abrogation of the beliefs held herein. Yeah, that didn't work very well for um, that doctor in Germany. I'm trying to think of his name. Noar, doctor who got murdered. They didn't let him come forth with any contrary information about uh, graphene oxide, did they? Number nine, stand in opposition to censorship, will not accept representations of parties holding within themselves values that conflict with principles of free expression. And some of these overlap a lot. Number 10, deny no person the right to challenge, debate, petition, redress, examine, or protest with facts and evidence any decision of this body. I guess that's 0 for 10. Boy, I think we struck out about seven uh, principles ago, Sam. <laughs> Well, and in my humble opinion, this really highlights who Dr. Robert Malone is. Against all odds, against the entire, for the most part, scientific community. Now, I know you, know, I know you would say, well, there's thousands of doctors speaking up with him, and you're right. But the entire scientific community that's allowed to speak, really, this guy literally stands up and does two things. One, puts his own personal expertise and personal uh, family views Mixed together saying, hey, I'm a scientist and I'm for vaccines, but you know what? This isn't right. They're not telling the truth. 
That's a real testimony to, to who this guy is. Re, meet Robert Malone, the inventor of all this technology, basically says, hey, they're lying to you. Don't let your kids take it. It's not necessary. Don't do it. Parents, please. First, I'm a parent and a grandparent, a father and a grandfather. Um, and then he creates on top of that with other doctors and physicians the Malone Doctrine, which basically says we've got to have a declaration of independence from the decisions of institutions that lack integrity. We've got to be transparent here. That's who Robert Malone is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, in my opinion, an honest American who really stands up when, when it needs to be. But this is a guy that believes in vaccines, but he's saying, guys, there's a difference between me believing in vaccines in general versus the, the threat versus the risk-reward analysis that needs to be discussed here. And he's open, honest, and candid about that. Now, let's compare Mr. Robert Malone to the top-paid singular person in America, in federal government, paid more than even the president, Dr. Fauci. Who is this guy in contrast to Dr. Malone? Chris? Can I just make a couple references to uh, Dr. Malone's uh, credentials? 100 scientific publications. He was an invited speaker to over 50 conferences. He was a chairperson on the HHS. Health and Human Services and DOD, Department of Defense, committees. Those are government committees. He was invited on those. Uh, he was a non member of the NIH, National Institutes of Health, ACTIV committee. I mean, his credentials go on and on, Sam. This guy is a real deal. Now, to Fauci. Fauci has a long and twisted history, and we're going to start with HIV-AIDS. Okay. So I've always believed Sam, that HIV, the virus, uh, HIV, uh, human uh, immune, immunosuppressant virus, was the contributor, the sole contributor to AIDS. If you had AIDS, you must have had HIV. Guess what? That's not true. Um, since 1984, that's when um, Dr. Anthony Fauci was appointed to the uh, NIAID, National In Institutes of Allergies and Infectious Diseases. That's when he started his career. Actually, he started his career in 1968. That's when he was the director. So he went about for the next 38 years now um, promoting this notion that AIDS was caused by this virus called HIV, human immunodepressant or immunosuppressant uh, virus. And the reason that they had to associate a virus with AIDS is so that they could create a vaccine or a drug that could kill the virus and that they could patent it. Although there are probably thousands of other cures for it, uh, the drug companies couldn't make nearly as much money as they could by developing a vaccine or a drug. In this case, we've got three of them, AZT, uh, Neverapine, and Dapzone. Those are the three main ones. There are several others, but I won't get into that. But so the problem with this theory that um, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci has perpetuated as the head of the NIAD um, for now 38 years, the problem with that is that HIV does not comply with two very important um, vir virology laws called, called Farr's laws and Koch's postulates. And I think we've got to go into those in order to, to establish a foundation for uh, 
the science of virology in order to prove why anti Fauci for these 37 years promoting this notion that HIV uh, is the cause of AIDS is completely and totally contrary to science. So now we've, we've got Farr's Law. Uh, Farr's Law is based on. We'll get to Farr's Law in just a second, ladies and gentlemen. But let's be very clear Anthony Fauci promoted that HIV caused AIDS. And then literally the science community over time has flat out proven his false assertions. This happens to Fauci over and over and over. And right now he's been protected by Trump and Biden. And he's the highest paid federal employee to date. Why? Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Santa Fe, New Mexico police obtained a search warrant Thursday authorizing them to take Alec Baldwin's cell phone as part of an investigation into the deadly shooting on the set of Rust. Mr. Baldwin shot and killed a cinematographer on October 21st while rehearsing a scene. The actor claims the gun malfunctioned and shot on its own. The social media platform President Trump tried to ban from the United States is now responsible for school closures and heightened alerts across the United States. President Trump in the summer of 2020. We're looking at TikTok. We may be banning TikTok. We may be doing some other things or a couple of options. But a lot of things are happening, so we'll see what happens. TikTokers are encouraging followers to make shooting and bomb threats against their schools today. TikTok is a monitored product of the communist Chinese government. For more information, visit us online at usaradio.com. We are USA Radio News. You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, a potential sign of flu or COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Exergen Temporal Scanners are available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N dot com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. The CDC is recommending most Americans should be given the Pfizer or Moderna vaccines instead of the Johnson & Johnson shot that can cause a very rare but serious blood clots. The clotting problem has caused nine confirmed deaths after J&J vaccinations. While the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines don't come with that risk, they also appear to be more effective. Several other countries have already recommended age restrictions for both AstraZeneca and J&J vaccines. On that preference, be given to Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. A huge fire ripped through a psychiatric clinic in Osaka, Japan on Friday after a patient carried a bag into the building that was leaking a flammable liquid. The Yomiuri newspaper is reporting the patient as an elderly man. Police in the city are investigating possible arson. 27 people are feared dead. The Senate voted 75-18 to 18 on Thursday to confirm Nicholas Burns, a widely respected former career diplomat, as U.S. Ambassador to China. USA Radio News. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Carlson with me. We're talking about vaccinations. We're talking about the tale of two doctors. Dr. Robert Malone, the founder of the creator of the mRNA vaccines. He's pro-vaccine. He's credentialed up the wazoo. But this guy literally says, hey, they're lying to us. They're not being honest. Wow, meet Robert Malone, ladies and gentlemen. The Malone Doctrine, a declaration of independence from the decisions of institutions that lack integrity. Amen. So he says, look, I'm a pro-vaccine guy, but I'm telling you, they're lying to you on this one. It's not safe for children to take the vaccines. These unproven, these experimental vaccines, we need to be very, very careful indeed. We need transparency and information. That's Robert Malone. On the other side of the coin, Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, the most paid federal employee, even more than the president of the United States, what is Dr. Fauci's role in the history of AIDS? That's kind of how he got his kind of start. He's been around forever. Uh, but he lied on AIDS forever. He said that HIV caused AIDS. A scientific community proved him wrong over time using the following method. Chris? Yeah, and we need to, in order to understand the fraud that uh, Fauci has perpetrated over these 37 years uh, as the um, director of NIAID, we need to understand two uh, foundational principles for virology science. And the one is FARS law, laws or FARS law, and the other is Koch's postulate. So let's talk about FARS law. We have been told for years, Sam, that AIDS is the result of a virus called humo, human immunodeficiency virus. I mispronounced it earlier, HIV. But according to FARS law, the mortality rate does not follow that of a typical infectious disease, such as cholera. According to William Farr, the British microbiologist who discovered this intractable law, deaths from a typical infectious viral disease increase exponentially and then decrease exponentially after reaching that peak. But AIDS has never followed this pattern, Sam. It's never followed the pattern of Farr's law, but has followed a steady, monotonous point of trajectory following population growth almost perfectly. So we've never had that peak, and we've never had that uh, exponential decline after we start to gain herd immunity. And uh, AIDS uh, has never followed that. So it's, it's not even a virus, according to Farr's law. Now we go to Koch's postulates. There are four of them. In order uh, for uh, an infectious agent to be identified as an infectious agent, usually a virus, it must follow these four laws, Sam. One. The microorganism must be found in the diseased, but not a healthy organism, okay? Number two, the microorganism must be cultured from the diseased organism. Number three, inoculation of the cultured microorganism must recapitulate the disease. In other words, it must, uh, when you inject it into a healthy individual, um, you must uh, see the manifestations of symptoms of the disease. And number four, the microorganism must be isolated from the inoculated diseased individual and matched to the original microorganism. You know, and that's a pretty high standard. And neither AIDS and I will say uh, COVID-19 have ever, not, not, not only have neither of those two infectious agents been isolated, Sam, but even if they have been, they've never been proven to follow these four criteria that Koch's postulates uh, puts forth. What's so the, the reality for us mere mortals is a cause and effect discussion. Okay. Yes. There's not causal. In other words, you can't just make your conclusions uh, because you want to. You've got to prove cause and effect. And these are the four guidelines to do so. 
and none of them work when it comes to the AIDS discussion and or the COVID discussion is really the point. That's where Robert Malone would say they're lying, and Anthony Fauci would say, I am science. See the difference in the two, ladies and gentlemen? Yes. So there are many people running around with full-blown AIDS, Sam, that don't have the HIV virus. They can't find it. And there are many people running around who have the HIV virus that can be scientifically determined that don't have AIDS. So right there, you've got huge violations of Koch's postulates. And it doesn't even make sense because, you know, what, what, what's the common denominator for this disease? Well, um, and, and by, by the way, I, I probably should give credit where credit is due. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and I don't know if you've had him on your show. I know you've quoted him extensively. I got all this information from his book, The Real Anthony Fauci. And the book is super power-loaded with tons of information. It would probably take hours and hours to cover it all. But anyway, um, so, so for, for 37 years, as the director of NIAID, Sam, uh, Dr. Fauci has prom- been promoting this notion that AIDS is caused by HIV. And, but there's no scientific evidence to prove that. Uh, in fact, uh, according to Dr. Peter Duesberg, the world's most accomplished and insightful virologist, according to Robert F. Kennedy, uh, HIV is just a free rider. And let me give you an analogy to uh, illustrate what that means. A free rider is like something that, that not always, but usually accompanies the disease. You always find it there. Of course, in AIDS, HIV is not always found there. So even, even that um, analogy doesn't always apply to AIDS. Well, let me give you an example. So you're driving down the road and you see a dead animal on the side of the road, but you always see magpies or ravens or even vultures consuming the meat of that dead animal. So according to this false notion that uh, Fauci has been promoting for these 37 years that HIV causes AIDS, you would look at these birds consuming dead flesh on the, I don't mean to give you such a graphic image, but anyway, it's, it's very illustrative of the principle. Uh, you would assume that those magpies or those ravens killed that animal because they're always there when you see a dead animal. Well, obviously they didn't. They got hit by a car, but because they're always there as opportunistic organisms taking advantage of free meat, you can very easily uh, propose that they actually they were the cause of the death of that animal, which is just as absurd as saying that HIV causes AIDS, Sam. Make sense? Well, and so the cause of death vehicle left out of the equation, not focused on. The cause of magpies being there, the birds being there, is dead animal. Uh, the effect, you know, birds gather to feast. Uh, but cause and effect can be manipulated if you don't have the knowledge, if you don't have the understanding. And that's where Fauci uh, really becomes witch doctor. Yes. Yep. And another piece of evidence I'll, I'll share, and you feel free to cut in whenever you feel inspired to do so. It's interesting that in the United States, statistics prove that 19%, only 19% of AIDS patients are women. Yet in Africa, where AIDS is rampant, 59% of AIDS victims are women. So are we really talking about the same disease? And, and that, that's another piece of evidence that Robert F. Kennedy presents in his book to illustrate how absurd, you know, this simplistic notion that that every, you know, every person who is exhibiting AIDS symptoms in Africa 
um, has the HIV virus, which has been disproven, or in America. Uh, in America, most um, AIDS victims are people that e either engage in promiscuous homosexual sex or are intravenous blood uh, uh, – they, they use uh, intravenous uh, drug users, I should say. Well, or maybe another way of intentionally spreading it to populations, uh, literally creating a bioweapon, an AIDS bioweapon, literally tailoring it to the genomes of populations so that it literally attacks certain populations more than others. Look at the coronavirus. Somehow it knows to attack everybody who's not white more so than the white population, they claim, right? Now, I'm not trying to make yes. this a racial discussion, but look, ladies and gentlemen, let's be very clear. The eugenics movement is at the heart of this. Fauci is at the center of the eugenics movement, ladies and gentlemen. And so I don't know how this is happening, but I'm telling you to just accept the explanations we're getting. Well, even Dr. Robert Malone says it's a lie. Yeah. And you would think that Dr. Malone would try to promote um, this technology that he invented. But he's an honest doctor. He's more concerned about the health of innocent human beings than he is about promoting himself, being a self-promoter. And I like that he's a man of integrity. And you can sense that integrity when you listen to that video that he put out. But, Sam, are you hearing that video on CNN, Fox, NBC? No, because he doesn't promote he's, – he's not um, a propagandist for the drug companies. He's not going to make the drug, drug companies any money. Uh, but Dr. Fauci, well, over the last 37 years, Fauci has not been able to explain these discrepancies that we've talked about. And we're talking about AIDS now. But we can apply the same uh, statement to uh, COVID-19, can we not? There's, there's so many discrepancies and unanswered questions that he is not willing to answer. It's just this, this parroting, this um, get the vaccine, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. Well, it came out about Anthony Fauci's abuse of beagles. In other words, dogs literally cutting out their vocal cords so they couldn't bark while he abused them. That's just the tip of the iceberg from dogs to humans to children. Medical experiments on orphans. This is who Fauci really is. We'll talk about it in seconds with Chris Carlson on Liberty Roundtable Live. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, 
Many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Fauci literally is a Frankenstein character. The guy is absolutely Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde roll into one. I mean, the guy's a nutcase. Good people like Rand Paul are trying to get him fired, but of course, not, no, not enough Americans care. So as a result, Fauci just continues to roll on abusing people. He's done so for 40 plus years. He's one of the high, he's the highest paid person in the federal government, by the way, even more than the president. Trump let him stay and now Biden continues the abuse. Uh, and I hate to, you know, tell you the truth on Trump because I know you're going to attack me over this, but you know what? The truth is the truth. Trump should have got, sh- Trump should have never let that guy continue in his administration, but he did. And now it's haunting us all from warp speed vaccines that Trump backed and still backs all the way through the dishonesty. The immorality continues. But you know what? We're finding out more and more and more about Fauci as time goes on. And his experiment on the Beagles was a big old, um, you know, outcry. Uh, And you know what? The abuse to dogs is bad. I agree. Literally cutting out their vocal cords so they can't bark while they're being abused and experimented on. It's horrific. I get it. But you ain't seen nothing. Because they're not reporting the rest of Fauci's involvement, Chris. Yeah, um, the, the dog—that's heartbreaking enough. The Beagles, what he did to them, cutting out their vocal cords. We're not going to get into that. I haven't read that chapter yet. But experiments were conducted on orphans, and we'll we'll highlight one particular study that Anthony Fauci and the NIAID conducted between 1988 and 2002 with children in Incarnation Children's Center, ICC, in Manhattan, New York. Um, And this was one of uh, 48 experiments uh, done in six different states. uh, In this particular one, the ICC, Incarnation Children's Center, 64% of the subjects were black, 30% of the subjects were Hispanic. And I'm not sure if they they were chose intentionally to be minorities, but that's just the case, Sam. Uh, investigative reporter Liam Sheff details this criminal act in a 2004 expose. Now listen to this. The drugs being given to the children, and the drug, one of the drugs was Dapsone, I mentioned the other two earlier, are toxic. They're known to cause genetic mutations, organ failure, bone marrow death, bodily deformations, brain damage, and fatal skin disorders. If the children refuse, listen to this, if the children refuse the drugs, and these are orphans, they don't have parents, they don't have advocates for the most part. The drug, if they refuse the drugs, they're held down and forced fed. If the children continue to resist, they're taken to Columbia Presbyterian Hospital where a surgeon puts a plastic tube through their abdominal wall into their stomach 
From then on, the drugs are injected into their intestines. This happened in America, Sam. This was not over in Africa, although they did conduct lots of experiments in Africa. This is in New York City where they did this. And they force-fed these drugs directly into their stomachs if they refused to take them orally. Um, this is Dr. Fauci. He was the head of NIAID during this time that they were conducting, conducting these experiments. And we're listening to him now as if he has credibility and legitimacy. So the result of those experiments, Sam, eight children died in the Dapsone experiments, 80 E-I-G-H-T-Y, 80, died overall in the Manhattan Experiment. Uh, one BBC investigative reporter, uh, Celia Farber, do you remember Celia Farber? that name ring a bell? I don't, actually. Okay, sorry. So in her documentary, Guinea Pig Kids, she, so she wrote a documentary about this in particular, uh, in this uh, study that they did in Manhattan. And here's what she said. Um I couldn't believe my eyes. It was very. It was a very large race. She's talking about the discovery of the um, these kids, these eighty these eighty kids that died uh, under the leadership of Fauci. It was a very large pit with astroturf over it, which you could actually lift up. Under it, one could see dozens of plain wooden coffins, haphazardly stacked. Uh, there may have been a hundred of them. Around the pit was a semicircle of several large tombstones on which upwards of 1,000 children's names had been engraved. So they just dumped these kids in, in this mass grave, reminiscent of something that you would have seen in Nazi Germany or Stalin's USSR, Sam, right here in America. That's Dr. Fauci for you. And he's our main spokesman uh, for for the COVID-19 so-called pandemic that we're going through. We're going to trust this guy. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Fauci controls 57% of all the world's bioresearch funding through the NIH, through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and the Wellcome Trust. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy controls so much money, so much um I don't know what you want to say, access to and lordship over uh, the research. They call it bio-research, but the bio-research funding, this guy controls literally everything, like a dictator, like a king, like a thug. He literally controls it all with really no oversight or scrutiny is the point, Chris. Yeah, and ultimately that's our money. Even Bill Gates' money is ours, and I don't want to spend a lot of time you know, showing how uh, – Federal Reserve money is actually our money that they steal from us, and then it's filtered through various organizations like the Bill and Melinda Gates uh, Foundation. But this is all our money, Sam, that's being spent this way. And that's why I go back to Robert Malone, whose intentions are good, and he's got these um, these, these 10 uh, platitudes that he wants to see upheld in the health uh, care community, and I would replace it with just one, the 10th Amendment. Get the freak out of health care, federal government. You have no business. You have no constitutional authority for it. And that would solve all these problems. Bill Gates couldn't steal our money. Uh, the Rockefellers couldn't steal our money. George Soros couldn't steal our money through the Federal Reserve. Anyway, yeah, that's right. Get, but I, but I appreciate it. The Republicans didn't get us out of health care. Neither did Donald. I mean, they, you know, you could say they had some efforts. I believe a few uh, among the group were genuine. Uh, but for the most part, they didn't. All they did was allow health care to stand. In the uh, Republican-appointed court, justices, nope. 
and um, the Republican Party and, okay, all of them literally talked big but virtually did nothing. Now, Trump tried to some degree. In my mind, he should have tried and doubled down a little bit harder than he did. But nevertheless, this is what we're dealing with. And now Fauci's in place. And under Fauci's leadership, these details are really important to kind of think through. Under Fauci's leadership, his 50-plus year reign of terror, here's what we've got. Chris? Okay. We have, I'm going to read them in order, Sam. Here we go. Um, Under Fauci's leadership during the first year of the COVID-19 pandemic, that was last year, Sam, the United States, with 4% of the world's population, suffered 14.5% of total COVID-19 deaths. This is the highest per capita in the world at 2,107 per 100,000 people. Okay, and let me here, just add this. It's worse in 2021 than it was in 2020. In other words, the problem's getting worse under his leadership, and they'll make excuses, but it is factually getting worse. Chris? Okay, with Fauci at the head of NAID, America now mandates 69 vaccines for our children by age 18, and its healthcare system was recently ranked by Commonwealth Fund as dead last of all industrialized countries, Sam. And that's in uh, Robert F. Kennedy's book. Um, Moving on, according to an Ohio State University study, suicide rates among children rose 50% during the Fauci lockdowns. Alcoholism, child abuse, obesity, mental illness, depression, debilitating developmental delays, and drug addiction all rose during the lockdown, Sam. And this was all under Fauci's leadership and Donald Trump and Joe Biden (laughs) in Congress, and we're all just sitting around following orders like a bunch of Nazi concentration camp um, attendees. And, you know, we deserve it, I guess. This Christian nation uh, just blindly follows our leaders as if they have our best interests at heart, which they never have. And there's ample evidence for the last 37 years, at least under Fauci's reign, of the NIAID that he has never never had anybody's interest at heart except the drug companies. Finally, under Fauci's leadership since 1984, allergic allergic autoimmune and chronic illnesses, which Congress specifically charged the NIAID to investigate and prevent, have increased from, listen to this, Sam, 12.8% to today 54%. All of these diseases have jumped that much under his leadership. 12.8% to 54%. Ladies now, and gentlemen, the pandemic could be solved quickly if politics were thrown out, says Dr. Ben Carson. Think about that. We could solve this pandemic instantly if we could get the politics out of it. We've been having tunnel vision dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, Dr. Ben Carson told Epic TV's American Thought Leaders program. Let's throw the politics out. We could solve this problem pretty quickly, he stated. Yeah. Let's open this thing up to all the different mechanisms, said Carson, a renowned neurosurgeon who was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the highest civilian award in the nation back in 2008, for his work. He retired in 2013. And ran for the presidency in 2016, as you know. Then he was the Secretary of Urban, or of Housing and Urban Development, HUD, under Trump. Let's look around the world at things that work. Let's look at the fact that on the Western Coast, 
of Africa, there's almost no COVID. And let's ask ourselves, why is that? Anyway, Ben Carson and Robert Malone both being very candid and open about the truth, which Fauci simply has not done and will not do, Chris. Can you imagine how many uh, needless deaths could have been avoided, Sam, if we had a uh, government, a federal government, and state governments as well? We've talked about that in the past, that fit within the confines of the Constitution. You would go to your local doctor. You would go to trusted friends and family members who have knowledge concerning uh, medical issues, and you would have consulted with them about what to do about the COVID-19 pandemic. And we may not have even uh, known it was a pandemic because it would not have been uh, pounded into our brains every day through the mainstream media, who government is artificially propping up. Dr. Fauci, obviously, is being promoted. Can you imagine how beneficial it would be if we had an organic grassroots medical system uh, that was based on results rather than propaganda access to the media? Well, and hatred of anybody reporting anything else. If you report anything else, somehow you're a terrorist. Somehow you're an enemy. Somehow you're a peddler of fake news. And so, and you got to be shut down. And the controlling of the debate, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the greatest hallmarks that you should use to know that they do not have an honest agenda. Why shut down the other side of the debate? If their debates are honest and open and candid and transparent and clear and moral, then let them hold the moral high ground and let the American people see the truth. But they won't do that. Fauci will not let that happen. We thought we'd tell you the tale of two doctors. Uh, each doctor that we highlighted, Dr. Robert Malone on the truth side, the transparency side, the accountability side, along with Dr. Ben Carson, and then Fauci and his minions on the other side, ladies and gentlemen. You should be able to see who's who. And we better listen to these physician groups that have incredible success with ivermectin and other solutions, ladies and gentlemen. Let's look at all of these things, says Dr. Ben Carson in the latest interview with the Epoch Times. Wow. Chris Carson, thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson and liberty-loving Americans everywhere, continuing our duty, sir. Chris Carlson and Sam Bushman reporting, God save the republic. Top the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Hard-hitting news tonight, which refused to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for December the 17th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our two of two with a goal to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property. I want to go back to the statements that I made right at the end of the hour with Chris Carlson. By the way, Chris does a phenomenal job, doesn't he? Um, there's a few people that make up the topics that come on the radio with me. Um, I mean, I'm doubling down in support of the topics they bring up. I'm just saying, some guests love to come on the radio and just, hey, whatever you want to talk about, Sam, we're, ge- we're game. Um, you know, Dr. Scott Bradley's that way. He loves to talk about whatever, you know, topics that I research or want to bring up. Um, you know, most of the guests are that way. Or once in a while we have a guest on assigned to a specific topic. Uh, but Lowell Nelson and Chris Carlson both 
they email me ahead of time and say, Sam, what do you think about this topic? And we've got these following points we'd like to make about this topic. And anyway, I bring their topics forward because, look, I'm not the purveyor of all topics. We all research the news and do the best we can. But Chris Carlson uh, and Lowell Nelson both come up with some of the best, the best topics, ladies and gentlemen. They are real researchers, real news makers, because they assemble a lot of details in the news that you may not know. For example, he came up with this idea to compare the tale of two doctors. Um, you know, then I gathered a lot of the facts relating to more deaths in the world in 2021 than 2020, and same with the United States. I'm the one that brought up the fact that refugees not vaccinated because drug makers fear injury lawsuits from governments that can't protect them. Uh, but he brought up this tale of two doctors, Robert Malone versus Anthony Fauci. Uh, all this is, look, they bring up the topic. Uh, then they gather all the information they can. I add to it a little bit and research to make sure that I'm, you know, caught up and able to carry the interview, etc. But man, what a what a great, great. Um, I don't know what you want to say. Educational effort. Whenever Chris Carlson and or Lowell Nelson are on the radio, Re- meet Robert Malone. He's the one that found that video, gave it to me. I got the audio ready ready for the show. I mean, it's a partnership. It's a friendship. It's a Together, we carry this forward in a meaningful way. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. It isn't just Sam Bushman. It's all the incredible contributors. And the reason that I spend time on this a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, is I don't want you to think that I get all the credit or deserve all the credit. In fact, I deserve very little. You got Cameron in the back end taking care of everything that you don't see. Um, you know, the only reason I even get the ball to come on your radio is because Cameron and those guys are doing such a great job. And then right when we go on the air, they say, okay, Sam, and they hand me the ball, right? Um, it's great people that are all around that fund this organization. I spend a lot of my own money on it, but you know what? There's unique funders that have come to the table uh, and really made this show possible over the last 25 years. Thank them for all they do. I just want you to understand that it isn't just me. The Malone Doctrine, Chris brought up, and we highlighted that. All right, have you read the book, The Real Anthony Fauci? Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? Okay. Great, great stuff. The abuses under Fauci's leadership, wow. But I want to talk about Ben Carson a little bit more, too, because we teased that last hour, but I think it's worthy of discussion uh, here now. I believe Ben Carson is a straight-shooting, good, honest, moral Christian man and an incredible mind, one of the lead physicians in the world, right? A lead surgeon, all right? But Dr. Ben Carson was interviewed by people over at the Epic Times for their Epic TV Pandemic could be solved quickly if politics thrown out. Dr. Ben Carson, boy, howdy, is that a real statement, ladies and gentlemen, from a real leader, right? Let's look around the world at things that work. Let's look at the fact that on the western coast of Africa, there's almost no COVID. And let's ask ourselves why. And then you see it's because they take anti-malarials, hydroxychloroquine, uh, ivermectin. All right. We need to see what's going on there, he says. Let's listen to these physician groups who have had incredible success with ivermectin. Right? Wow. Let's look at the results with monoclonal antibodies. 
Let's look at all of these things. Let's put them all in our, I don't know how he says it, armamentarium. This guy's more educated than I am, right? In our armamentarium. In other words, what he's saying is let's put all this in our arsenal, right? So that we don't have a one-size-fits-all system. Wow. See, in my opinion, you're talking about honesty with Ben Carson, right? Think about it. Think about what he's seeing or saying. I look at Ben Carson and I go, what a real man. What a real leader. What a hero. And you can find fault with Ben or fault with anybody. I get it. But you know what? When he's right, he's right. We're going to give him credit for being right. Think about that. The Epic Times, one of the very few credible news services that do real journalism, real interviews, real information, who really dig, they got a hold of Ben. They do this interview. The mainstream press simply just out of the mix. But remember, Ben used to work for Trump. Trump loves the vaccines. Ben's saying, wait a minute, take the politics out. There's a ton of other things going on here. We got to openly, candidly, transparent, look at it all. We don't need a one-size-fits-all. See, but I believe that Ben Carson wants to get to the bottom of it and wants the truth. I believe Ben Carson's an honest man. Let's look around the world at things that work. Let's look at the fact, and then he goes in and gives this example. Let's look at the fact that other countries who didn't lock down don't have near the pandemic we have. Let's look at the fact that the more people are vaccinated, it seems like the sicker people become. Let's look at the fact that another rounds of vaccination pushes when they've found death coming from the vaccines. They've literally shut down the program. We can't be the cause of death, they would say. And now they jettison all that. Pandemic could be solved if politics were taken out of it. Ben's right. He's right as rain. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's move from one topic to a very closely related topic, shall we please? From the death that is promoted and carried out by COVID, I believe uh, intentionally created in a lab and intentionally released to destroy the West. To conquer the West. And boy, howdy, it's working. They've ushered in communistic principles over the COVID crisis more so than any any time in American history. Uh, Nevertheless, the death marches on, whether it be COVID, whether it be abortions, right? Listen to this headline. FDA allows abortion pills through the mail. So now you can get an abortion pill in the mail and murder your baby. Murder by mail, ladies and gentlemen. You can vote by mail and you can murder by mail now. Wow. The founding fathers who put the post office as part of the Constitution would be absolutely turning in their graves, wouldn't they? But the FDA allows abortion pills through the mail. The decision, they say, will broaden access to medication abortion. The federal government permanently lifted a major restriction on access to abortion pills. They say it will allow patients to receive the medications by mail instead of requiring them to obtain the pills in person from specially certified health 
providers. Now, I'm not really for health providers being the purveyor of all medications. So I'm not advocating, but when this comes to pro-death, I don't even care if the pills are distributed by mail. As long as we hold people accountable for murder. See, thou shalt not kill is at the center of this discussion. And a, a commandment issued by God Almighty, the author, the creator of the universe, the creator of all life, says thou shalt not kill. Now in America, where government, the whole purpose of government is to protect life, not to mention liberty and property, but life, the whole purpose of government to protect life. Now what you have is literally a government that is using the United States Post Office to deliver medication for murder. Now, it's interesting that while COVID's going on, that's how they kind of got this started. They said, well, golly, because of COVID, you can't meet with your doctor and get an abortion pill because you got a social distance, don't you know? So we're going to allow temporarily for us to mail murder pills to women and girls. Uh, and so they started it that way. See how the pandemic and this are related? And then now they're saying, well, we're going to make it permanent. You can murder your baby permanently now uh, via pills by the mail. And um, we'll send it to you via the post office, your taxpayer's expense, uh, you know, partially supplemented by your tax dollars, um, right on through. And so it's literally pro-death. Now, it's also interesting that not only did they use the COVID as their cover to open this up for several months and then come back and say, well, it's already the way it is. We're just going to make it permanent now. They now are basically releasing these pills while the Supreme Court case is winding through the courts about Arkansas. Or no, I guess this is Mississippi in this case. Mississippi uh, and their abortion discussion. And Texas and their abortion discussion. And so they might say, well, you can't have doctors abort, but you can have pills through the mail. This is an attempt to undermine the courts and set a precedence for murder, leaving the courts sidelined in the discussion. The pro-death agenda marches on. What a disgrace in the freest, should-be-most-pro-life country in the world. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, 
you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrat. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So it's a sad day in the Republic. A lot of people think it's not too big of a deal. But I personally think it's a huge deal. Uh, these abortions by chemical or by pill. Believe it or not, they say like 42% of the abortions now in America are created by these. What they're going to literally do is say, we don't care what the courts say. We're going to ship drugs across the country. You can murder the baby in the privacy of your own home. Murder pills on the market via mail, creating the ultimate in anonymity. All the protests at abortion clinics will be sidelined. Because, hey, you get, uh, you know, a very discreet envelope to your door, murder your baby inside your home. How are people going to protest? How are people going to try to uh, preach Christ and preach life to you? How many people are going to be able to let you see the ultrasound of your baby, uh, et cetera? How are we going to counsel with and work with people who just need love and guidance and protection from the murderers? Well, it's happening in America now. And I'm telling you right now that while the courts debate this, the FDA has doubled down already and made its decision. The decision will broad, broaden access to chemical or medication abortion. It's a real, in my, in my opinion, sad day, folks. Where do we go to from here? The government's becoming the greatest instrument of death via their decisions on COVID or via their decisions on abortion. More and more, we're seeing the government become really the enemy here. What will it mean when the Supreme Court decides? What will they decide? Let's say they say uh, no abortions at the federal level. We're not going to have abortions be the law now. We're going to overturn Roe versus Wade, but we're going to turn it back to the states. Now, how are the states going to deal with a huge apparatus mailing abortion pills into your state? I mean, states can try to create a law against it. Uh, but to prevent it, you would have to monitor every single piece of mail that goes between states across state lines. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you that this is disaster. Right? This is disaster. What are we going to do with this? What are we going to do with this? How are we going to respond to this? It's getting worse by far, not better. 
What other technologies will allow the murder of children? I don't know. Anyway, I thought I'd bring that to your attention. Wow, what a shame in America. The CEOs of two of America's biggest airlines testified before Congress on Wednesday and said that wearing masks don't do much to stop the spread of COVID-19 on airplanes. Did you see this? Southwest Airlines' Gary Kelly said that masks don't add much, if anything, to slowing the spread of COVID-19 in an aircraft. Yeah. They say this. The reason that the masks don't do much on airplanes is because the systems already have filters that, you know what, clean the air literally every three minutes. It's very safe and very high quality compared to any other indoor settings. Yeah. Now, Joe Biden, as you know, extended the mask mandates for another year. But these CEOs are doubling down. Right? Being inside a plane is very safe. This just creates extra work for airline employees and creates tensions between the airlines and passengers. Yeah. So now they're questioning the mandates. Now, after they stood up in Congress and testified to this, sadly, they got slaughtered. As you can, I'm sure, predict, right? But the CEOs of two American airlines did stand up and tell the truth. Here's the problem, in my opinion. Now the CEOs are starting to back away from their statements. Not because they don't believe they're true. But because of the attacks and the abuse. Right? So that's the deal. That's the deal, folks. They're not backing off this because they don't, or that they've changed their mind, or that they've gotten greater enlightenment. It's the abuse that they're taking. Right? CEO Gary Kelly said masks don't add much, if anything, to slowing the spread of the COVID-19 in an aircraft environment. Now, that's a very bold statement, right? American Airlines CEO Doug Parker then agreed, saying the aircraft is the safest place you can be because of the filtration systems is why they're saying that, right? What do you think? They say that, it, that uh, believe it or not, an airplane is safer than ICU. Now, I don't know if I go that far. But the bottom line is now these CEOs are being so attacked, they're backing off of their statements. Think about that, folks. But here's the deal. Why do you have the government in the middle of this in the first place? Huh? Think about that. 
Why do we have the government in the middle of this in the first place? The airlines are going to the government and saying, golly, this is too hard for us on our employees to deal with. Um, and they testified before Congress. Well, at issue, at issue, ladies and gentlemen, is the issue about the airlines getting so much money from taxpayers because of COVID bailouts, if you will. So that's why they're kind of there testifying or whatever. They're getting a lot of money. And now they're saying, hey, this compliance is just too much. It's just too out of control. It's not necessary. It causes all kinds of problems. And you know what? The science just isn't there. Well, there's people that debate this. They say, well, all airlines don't have the same filtration systems. Older planes aren't up to snuff. That's probably true to some degree. But do masks do any good? They give me my crackers or my whatever, my pretzels or my peanuts or my Biscoffs or whatever those things are called, cookies. And I take off my mask and then I drink my Coke and I eat my cookies and then I hurry and put my mask right back on, right? But if I breathe in the air while my mask is off while I'm eating and it cycles every three minutes, ladies and gentlemen, how does that all work? Well, they're depending on the filtration systems, folks. So these masks are just not necessary. Um, and uh, you know what? They're not necessary anywhere. But when these CEOs and when these people testify about the planes, you get it. It's creating all kinds of problems. When are we going to back away from this? And you say, well, Sam, no, it works. Masks work. The air filtration works. Well, then why did we get the Omicron? How did that happen? Did it happen because masked, vaccinated people internationally on planes uh, left and then came back with virus and or came to America with a virus? Is that how it happened? See, what we're being told is just not genuine, not honest. And that's why I really commend Dr. Robert Malone and Dr. Ben Carson. Let's look around the world at everything. Let's look at things that work. And I'm telling you right now, if the vaccinations and the masks and the social distancing and the everything, why do we have the Omicron here? How did that happen? And why is the Omicron, out of all the people that have it, 80% in not only America but Israel as well, are vaccinated? How does that work? And how do we have literally in 2021 more death around the world and in the United States from COVID versus 2020? I must ask, are things getting better? All right, I got great news. Dr. Scott Bradley will be with us in seconds. You are listening to Sam Bushman on the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live globally syndicated talk show. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. The body of Nissa Brown, a 13-year-old girl from Bowling Green, was found in a Kentucky neighborhood last night, raising the death toll in the state to 90. Tornadoes devastated Kentucky and five other states one week ago. Santa Fe, New Mexico police obtained a search warrant Thursday authorizing them to seize Alec Baldwin's cell phone as they investigate the deadly shooting on the movie set Rust. The notion that there was a live round in that gun did not dawn on me until probably 45 minutes to an hour later. ABC News added the music underneath. The cinematographer was killed on October 21st. He claimed the gun malfunctioned. The Senate voted 75 to 18 on Thursday to confirm Nicholas Burns, a widely respected former career diplomat, as U.S. ambassador to China. Mr. Burns is the first Senate-confirmed ambassador in Beijing in more than 14 months. We are USA Radio News. You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. America is built and based on liberties and freedoms. Liberty HealthShare brings that to healthcare. The liberty of choosing your own doctor. The liberty of choosing your own hospital. Liberty HealthShare makes healthcare affordable to millions of Americans. Ignite your liberty. Sharing plans starting at $199 for a single, $399 for a couple, and no matter how big the family, only $529. That's $529 for the entire family. To learn how you can save, go to lightyourliberty.com. That's lightyourliberty.com. As the Build Back Better bill is on hiatus, Democrats are now focused on taking voting rights away from states. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is turning the attention of the Senate to voting rights as discussion of the Build Back Better Act is on standstill. Senate Minority Leader from Kentucky Mitch McConnell tells the Senate on Thursday morning he thinks the Democrats' pursuit of voting reform is a power grab. We have discussed over and over again why Democrats will not be allowed to federalize our elections and lord over all 50 states like a self-appointed board of elections on steroids. My colleagues across the aisle have pushed absurd bills that would do things like neuter voter ID laws, make every state legalize ballot harvesting. Democrats say they're targeting voting restrictions in Republican-led states. This as President Biden says he may be willing to wait till 2022 for a vote on Build Back Better if the Senate can pass voting rights legislation. Tim Berg reporting. We are USA Radio News. All right, live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, we would like to welcome Dr. Scott. Bradley, back to the broadcast. Welcome, my dear friend. Well, thank you very much. It's always good to visit with you and all of your listeners. And it's particularly amazing in the miraculous events that have come about over the last few months. I mean, uh, by everybody's accounting, I shouldn't be here. And it's uh, it's a good morning every time there's a morning, you know, because that morning brings another kind of, probability of being able to continue doing the things God wants us to do. I feel like I'm in the Rocky movie, sir. Every day you're getting stronger and you sound better all the time. Well, thank you. That's, uh, you know, I, again, I tell everybody my progress is slow because 
I remember what four months ago was, but everybody that's been watching for the last three months is saying every single step of the way has been a miracle. And I tell people, you know, maybe this is a Christmas miracle. Who knows? But uh, but the fact of the matter is, miracles still happen. And all those that prayed on our behalf, I truly believe, participated in a miracle. And they should feel really good about that, that God heard their prayers. Amen to that. And I will also say that not only are you getting stronger every day, which is delightful. You know, I I am having a hard time with this COVID-19. And let me explain what I mean. I am absolutely beyond a doubt convinced that not only was it um, literally weaponized, intentionally so, but it was released to the world intentionally so, uh, really to destroy the West, uh, to create mayhem and murder, to reduce the population, to carry out all the goals of the globalists, etc. Uh, but it seems to me now beyond that, I believe it's being used as a targeting agent even on some of us. Doctor? Well, I'll tell you, I can't. I can't express how many times I've had that um, concept that people have brought to me from all over. I mean, this is a broad spectrum of people. This isn't just, you know, one guy that's been living in a bunker in Idaho for uh, the last 15 years. Uh, These are people that are well-reasoned. These are people that are well-read and and intelligent and articulate. And I, I get contact from people all over. That, that suggests that, that targeting is a possibility. So, you know, I don't know, but uh, I do, I'm, I'm absolutely convinced also that it was it was basically enhanced and uh, upgraded to the point that it is more deadly, it is more uh, likely to be caught by human beings, and I believe it was done purposely. I believe that much of the research started in the United States at, under Fauci's guidance, it was transferred to China, and and it's just beyond me. I cannot comprehend why someone would do some kind of enhancement to a disease to make it more deadly and more and human race to be more susceptible to it. It is diabolical. I I just it it I, you know I you know when Christ said you know anyone that that uh, offends one of these little ones, we're all God's little ones. We really are. And, and for, for someone to have the audacity, the, the absolute disdain of human life to the point that they would do something like this, it truly is a crime against humanity. I, I believe we need, you know, I don't know, we'll call them the Nuremberg trials or if they'll be the Washington, D.C. trials, but certainly there needs to be a full exposure. Now, uh, the Senate and the House, these special select committees that investigate things, their best use nowadays has been, recent decades, I guess I should say, is covering up criminal activity. So I wish there would be a full exposure. The reason that I say that it's it's intentionally released uh, and that it was, you know, manufactured intentionally, weaponized, etc., uh, is because I believe that COVID-19 is weaponized. I believe AIDS was weaponized. I believe that um, the vaccines uh, are weaponized. And the reason that I say that is because, and here's the point, if it wasn't so, if it was not their agenda, if they were really caught by surprise, if it was really uh, an accident on the world or whatever else, they would be doing everything they could using all current protocols, past and present, 
to stamp out this disease, to help people get well. And anything that had potential, they would embrace and, and, and support. But literally when you're in the hospital and you're about to die and they say, we're going to put you on a ventilator and you know that 90 plus percent of the time you go on that ventilator and you're dead. And then we say, can we try ivermectin first, please? A doctor has given this to us. Uh, we know some people believe in it. Some people don't. But we at least want to try this. Our loved one's life is at stake. They literally mock you, ridicule you, hostily abuse you, reject your attempt, and then put someone on a ventilator, and then they die. And now we've even had courts side against the hospitals that are now getting in trouble for denying these treatments to people. Why across the board? Would they mock ivermectin? Okay. Why across the board would they mock hydroxychloroquine? Why would they mock these uh, colonial antibodies? Why would they then get in your face? And Fauci's the lead guy on this, literally pe- preaching doom and gloom and evil. Now, Ben Carson is in an interview coming out in the Epic Times here soon. And Carson says this let's look around the world at things that work. Let's look at the fact that on the western coast of Africa, There's almost no COVID. And then let's ask the question of why is that? And then you see that it's because they take anti-malarials, particularly hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, etc. Let's study that. Let's see what's going on here. Let's listen to these physician groups who have had incredible success with ivermectin. Let's look at the results about the monoclonal antibodies. Let's do all that we can to have the truth and to have transparency. You got Dr. Ben Carson saying, let's put them all in the list so that we don't have a one-size-fits-all. Pandemic can be solved quickly if we take politics out of it, says Ben Carson. Robert Malone, the creator of the mRNA vaccines, is saying this is not safe, this is not effective, they're lying, and literally creating... um, the Malone Doctrine, saying we've got to have transparency here. We've got to have accountability here. They're lying to you. Robert Malone begging parents not to let their kids to take these vaccines. Now we discover, furthermore, that, hey, there's more deaths in 2021 from the COVID, not only in the United States but around the world than there was in 2020. It's ratcheting up, Dr. Bradley. And so when all this happens, and then I try to speak out and tell the truth, they destroy my character. When I say ivermectin saved my life, they say, oh, you're eating horse poop, are you? No, it was prescribed by a doctor, thank you. The same thing that Joe Rogan debated. We've had doctors prescribe ivermectin who believe in it, and it helped us both stay alive and, and get well, and they mock it. But if they're genuinely wanting the truth, and, and this, this virus was not intentionally created, was not used to murder, and was not used to create panic and fear to destroy all that we hold dear, then why are they hostile all the way from the leader, Anthony Fauci, backed by Trump and Biden, by the way? Why would they rush these uh, vaccines to market, experimental vaccines? Now they're distancing themselves from the J&J vaccine a year later and recommending other vaccines instead because of blood clots and adverse reactions. Now you have a study uh, that's come out showing that, you know what, the VARS database shows 20,000 deaths from the COVID. Now it's 400,000 thousand they say it's likely that it's 20 times that or more no one's admitting this in the media why would all this be happening if it was not intentional at some point you have this cause and effect reality where you say you know you might not have tried to kill me 
but now that I have a chance at life and you deny me that chance, at some point I have to think you're trying to kill me. And you say, well, you're crazy, Sam. That's a conspiracy idea. But you know what? If you've experienced it, you start to think a little differently, don't you, Dr. Bradley? Well, you do. And I have to say that my family, you know, I believe that, that them being there by my side when I was often unable to speak for myself, I think they had much to do with my preservation when there were uh, protocols that are, that, are, that are really, really unique to the United States were being brought forth, and they put their foot down and said, absolutely not, under no circumstances, will this be administered to me, okay? <clears throat> we have, um, the United States, in terms of percent of population, the highest death rate because of this pandemic, and, and I believe it, it really is tied to the protocols that we're using in the United States and the unwillingness to look at some of the other protocols that are used so successfully around the rest of the world. I, I know that, uh, for example, one physician that my wife talked uh, with, uh, it was a very heated exchange um, when you know the suggestion was made that the use of vitamins might have some value. He absolutely blew up. It's, it's anti-vax propaganda, and he just was in a rant. Sounds like we got to take a quick break, but holy but cow. Who, it, who has created the divide between the physicians and the medical profession and the people they're supposed to serve? Who created that wedge? It's from top to bottom. Why, if we're all trying to get better together, huh? Dr. Bradley in seconds. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married and have some kids. For decades, leftist, liberal, socialists, and feminists have been screaming and crying, my body, my choice, in order to justify the premeditated murder of innocent children in the womb. However, this is a fallacious argument since science has proven and demonstrated that the baby has a separate set of DNA from the mother. If it's not your DNA, it's not your body. That is science, and you should trust the science. Remarkably, the same people who have been claiming my body, my choice for decades now want to force you to inject foreign substances into your body against your will. Obviously, they never cared about my body, my choice. They just wanted to control you and have permission to kill babies. I am Ammon Bundy, and when you elect me governor of Idaho, I will sign an executive order on day one of my governorship prohibiting abortion in the state of Idaho because premeditated murder of the innocent should never be legal anywhere in the world, especially Idaho. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com. 
All right, back with you live. Dr. Bradley's with me, ladies and gentlemen. So I don't, I just don't understand why the hostility for the medical establishment, why the hostility, why, you know, these, these guys are heroes when they at first took care of COVID and people and worked and worked, and then now because they don't want to take the vaccine, now they're somehow um, discredited, ignorant, conspiracy theorists, stupid, fire them, get rid of them. We've driven a wedge between the medical establishment and the people that they're supposed to serve. We've jettisoned the first do no harm idea. And we just say, look, we're going to go ahead no matter what the consequences are, no matter what the research shows. We're going to just so even Ben Carson, well-known surgeon and even Dr. Uh, Robert Malone literally saying, look, they're lying to you. Thousands of doctors and the frontline doctors and everything saying that. But literally the government just goes right ahead. And jettisons every ounce of knowledge we have after two years. And they're opening up a can. They're going for broke. More deaths in 2021 than 2020. And it's getting worse by the second. And every move they make makes it worse. Every move they make drives a greater wedge. Every move they make trashes the economy, destroys society, causes death. Every single move. And at some point, you've got to say, they couldn't make it worse by accident if they tried. This is intentional. And everything points to that reality. And at some point, my brain just says, you've got to be convinced. You've got churches prescribed into this. You've got, and we say, hey, going to the strip bars is more important than going to church. Open the strip bar, shut down the church. So one church says, one church leader says, I'm going to take off my coat and call it a strip show so you can come to church mocking them for their but this is the this is intentional doctor there's no other conclusion that an intelligent mind can come to you know it's been said that if something happens in politics it was purposeful and i don't believe there's any way anybody under any circumstances that was willing to do an analysis of this could say it was anything other than an agenda-driven political solution that is not science-based there has not been a shred of scientific evidence, uh, process, procedure that's been done in what they've done right from the very beginning, before anybody supposedly knew any of this, you know, in the general public. It was apparent to me that the purpose of this was to drive mandatory vaccinations that ultimately would have uh, a bigger global thing. Now, if, if the truth is fully revealed, I'm pretty confident we're going to find that Fauci and some of these others like Bill Gates and so on have all got a financial interest in these kinds of things and that they are exercising their uh, will at the highest levels of institutions, whether it's churches or medical. I mean, you know, you look at the medical societies that are out there that have bought into this. Now, there are, if you will, mavericks out there, you know, they – the um, American Society of Physicians and Surgeons, I think that's the name, those are independent physicians and surgeons that are in the United States. You look at the uh, frontline doctors, there have been 15,000-plus scientists, researchers, and physicians that have signed on to the concept that the process that's being done now is 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 not sound, and, and they're all being... Silenced. I mean, again, I've been deplatformed because I have brought forth some of the information. I'm not a physician, but but I can go read and I can think and I can analyze and I can bring forth information 
that these people are trying to share with us, and it's it's been absolutely destroyed by the establishment. So, yes, there is a, an effort being put forth unquestionably, and the problem is that the mainstream uh, reporting sources have kind of had free reign convince the, the grandma and grandpa, the mom and dad, the the uh, low-information voter, if you will, that you hear about, that, oh, yeah, I heard it on CBS and MSNBC, CNN, whatever. It must be truth. And, uh, you know, those those instruments have been captured long ago by establishment powers that are trying to share an agenda. I mean, I think about when I was young, Walter Cronkite, you know, back in the 60s, and, and what a... Uh, you know, grandfatherly figure he was with credibility, but the truth is out now that he was seeking a global government even then. And if we think some of these people are not, I think we're just, we're, we're actually delusional. Uh, they are in their position for a reason. And so, I don't know, but it, it's astounding to me the death toll that's happening because of that exercise of agenda. And, and you look at what's happening. The House of Representatives passed H.R. Uh, 550. It's a modernization of immunization stuff. And they are going to give the government insights and, and ability to track everything immunization-wise. Look at the Constitution. Look at the Fourth Amendment. Look at, I mean, here's a, another deal that uh, Biden's pushing for with the IRS having access to all of our bank accounts. I mean, being secure in your papers and uh, everything. It's its just astonishing to me. There is no, um, I mean, they are just, there's nothing holding them back. They're running amok in every single way possible. And and the, the, the public has just become kind of brain dead. I don't know what it is. The general populace should be up in arms over this thing. And, and yet we're not. Uh, there, there's many that are trying to give the voice of warning, but, but, but they almost have been bereft of any uh, instrument by which they can bring that to a broad spectrum of society. It is, I, I don't know what else to call it, but a conspiracy that is of huge magnitude that literally is seeking to engulf the world in a whole new philosophy. Well, and here's even more proof. I don't know if you know, but refugees are not vaccinated. Why? Because drug makers fear injury lawsuits. It turns out, ladies and gentlemen, that migrants fall outside of legal immunity granted by countries to Big Pharma. Aren't more WND.com with the story, but the United Nations even blatantly admits and says that COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers have required that countries relieve them of any legal liability. When they can't get that, they don't want to vaccinate you. Now, I find that, again, more positive proof. Why are these manufacturers so paranoid? Because they know they're not safe and effective. Why are these governments doing this? Because they've got an agenda to peddle this uh, porn fear scenario. Peddle this agenda to make us all sick. There's an agenda here and everything points to it. You could say, well, you don't have the facts, Sam. Well, I have the facts. They told me that ivermectin was horse poop. Don't you dare take it. And I have the facts that when I took it, I got well. And literally within hours, I got off oxygen. I have those facts. I have well, also the facts that, that everything they tell me turns out not to be true. And, and, and deaths are increasing 
not decreasing, doctor. Well, the fact of the matter is that that hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin have been long recognized as safe and effective on human beings for applications that were, of course, you know, they didn't know about COVID when they did these things, but they have been approved and used millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of doses have been uh, administered throughout the world for decades, literally. And uh, this is not horse medicine, as they try to mock you about. I know my family got some of that when my situation was going on. And, and literally, uh, they, they, it's, a, it's a kind of a, a denial, a, a disparaging kind of, um, they, they throw it out as, as absolutely you're an idiot for thinking about this, but it is being effectively used in many countries around the world. But the protocols in the United States that are dictated you know, the CDC, the National Institute of Health, the FDA, I am just, they have completely lost any credibility in my mind, any. It's across the board. When I, when I hear commercials on television about get this or that or the other kind of medication, and then they have all the contradictions that say, oh, well, you may kill your kidneys or may give you suicidal or homicidal thoughts or, you know, whatever. I mean, it's like you approved this, so it's FDA approved with these kind of challenges, and then you have major institutions, churches, uh, medical medical uh, organizations that just fall all over themselves to accept this this so-called government approval thing, and, and they admit when they advertise them that they have huge destructive downsides, and, and people say, well, if the FDA approved it, it must be okay. Almost everything gets FDA approved now, after going through some nosebleed and paying all the right bribes and having the right pharma companies involved that either were formerly with the FDA or their current people are are now in the FDA, and, and it's just an incestuous kind of organization. No credibility to my mind for any of the things that Fauci has ever touched, and uh, it seems to be that his tentacles are metastasizing constantly through political processes too. Both parties, I think, are guilty of fostering false solutions that are destructive to the American people. And they're passing bills in Congress right now, H.R. 550 that I mentioned. Look it up. Read it. And, and recognize that, that this transfers to the federal government, the national government, huge consequential powers that ultimately finally may control our every aspect of life and their ability to reach into your bank accounts. Biden wanted any bank account that had $600 to be able to be opened by the IRS to look at transfers. There have been people say, oh, we had a great victory. Now it's $10,000 is what we're kind of targeting. Good heavens. If, if they can go to any bank account, it violates the Fourth Amendment. And they say, oh, we've got to do this to get rid of tax cheats. Uh, and it's like, no, wait, wait, wait. You're violating the Constitution to do something that already violates the Constitution. You know, every well, single and, step. And of the, the last way. point is, the last point is, Congress allowed the FDA and the media to call ivermectin horse poop and kind of mock it, mock it till the cows come home, and let the government tell everybody not to take it. And that's while, right. And, and while they, all the while, over a hundred congressmen, uh, senators, in other words, members of the House and Senate. Uh, 
and their families and their staffs were literally taking ivermectin. Okay, well, that doesn't happen unless there's an agenda, right? Absolutely. It's a, it's a controlled... one congressman, one out of 100 plus could have said, wait a minute, me and my family and my staff are on it. What are you talking about? It's been recommended yeah. by my physicians or, okay, nobody said a word. And then we caught them at it, and then it didn't make the mainstream press, so most people don't even know that fact is real even now. But this just shows the well, duplicitous agenda. Why does it just become a political – why does it go in the political arena? Why is not discussion and debate and exposure and review and consideration by intelligent, well-educated subject matter experts? It's not. It's being put – just completely shunted away. We're flat out of time. We'll get into HR 550 more in detail soon with Dr. Scott Bradley. He's getting stronger every day. Thank God Almighty. It no doubt is an incredible miracle that we were able to stand by and witness. We had faith for and prayed for it, so we are grateful to take part. Ladies and gentlemen, miracles, miracles are real, and they happen to the followers of Christ, and they happen now. I testify Christ lives, that he loves us, and that he's in charge of liberty. Let's turn to him. But the truth shall set us free. Dr. Bradley, thank you. To everyone else, for Sam and Dr. Scott Bradley, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic.